Yo, so we back in here for another edition of your mother. Um, fucking bored of shit. Trying to come up with new show concepts and ideals. I guess this this episode is gonna be uh, titled "The Unoriginality in Hip Hop Nowadays." So, I'm 36. I listen to a lot of shit, right? But mainly hip hop. And I used to be a hater, I ain't gonna lie. On a lot of my favorite rappers, DMX, The Locks, Jay Z, Nas, when they was on their decline, I was a hater, right? I was a super hater. I ain't like shit, right? But in the last six, seven years, I've been trying to get people the benefit of the doubt, right? friend of mine was like, yo, you gotta listen to some shit, give him an honest critique, and then, you know what I'm saying, write him off his whack, right, so, that's what I did, right, everybody that comes out nowadays, all the freshman class, new millennial rappers, right, when I hear a name, if I hear a name one too many times, I give it a listen, I give it at least three songs, right, so your favorite rapper, whoever the fuck's hot right now, I give them like three spins, right? And that's three spins on three different tracks. If after three tracks I ain't feeling them, then I, I toss them in the bin, right? There's a lot of cats that's wacky shit, right? right? I ain't even go front. Up until he snitched, I was fucking with 6 9 right? Not all this shit, but that dummy shit went hard as fuck. <laughs> I ain't even gonna hold you. That shit went hard as fuck. You know what I'm saying? What else went uh, hard as fuck? That trippy red, that gamo. I think that's what it was. That shit went hard too, right? I ain't gonna say they the best out here. But, you know what I'm saying? This shit's listenable. Not all they shit. Most of they shit is hot garbage, right? But with a few standout tracks, right? You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna, I, I ain't that, I ain't got typical old nigga to say the shit's whack, right? Who else? That blue face kid, right? I ain't even gonna hold you. That Tatiana shit, that shit went hard, right? Rest of that shit, he can't freestyle and save his life, right? Uh, and I know he out here trolling this shit, saying he the fucking, he, he, he the best lyricist in the game, right? I can't even get at the PNB rock. They all right. You know what I'm saying? I fucks with them heavy, right? Uh, who else is trash? Uh, a Boogie is all right. Right, you got one track that I like. Um, most of that shit is a bunch of, you know what I'm saying, dance tracks, right? The Millie Rock, all this bullshit. Like, I ain't the, I ain't the, I ain't the t- gyrating type, right? So I don't really fuck with gyrating hip hop, right? If it's dancing and shit, that's cool. That just ain't from, I ain't from, I ain't from that era. My era, niggas didn't dance. They pulled up their pants and did the rock away, right? So if you're doing some dancing shit While I don't knock nobody, right? Get it how you live Just the cast that I grew up with We ain't do all that shit, right? Now I ain't gonna front like I'm a super thug and shit But I identify with the thugs Because I grew up with the thugs, right? We put in work, right? Our moms was broke as shit Our pops wasn't around Most of me and my homeboys grew up in a single parent household, right? Namely the mother, right? I moved with my pops when I was like 15. So I didn't grow up entirely without a pops, right? But that nigga caught me at the tail end of my life, right? 
or at least the tail end of my, uh, you know what I'm saying, adolescence. I was, I was about to turn a man next year. So, even though we grew up in a single parent household, right, we only had ourselves to kind of like rely on for rites of passage and masculinity and shit like that. So, we didn't identify with all that dancing shit. That was for the niggas that grew up with their moms, no pops. And they used to sneak into her makeup and her handbags and her high heels and shit. We wasn't that type of player. We identified with men. We went outside of the home. We sought out the approval of other men, namely the older cats in the neighborhood, right? Um, uncles and shit, right? Drunk uncles. So we didn't really vibe to all that gyrating, dancing shit. Don't get it fucked up, though. When MC Hammer came out, I was like nine, right? Eight or nine, some shit like that. And he danced, right? But that shit was a different swag, right? That was like dancing. That was like cool dancing, right? Except you couldn't do that shit when I turned like uh, puberty age. You couldn't do all that MC Hammer shit at a, at a house party or something, right? Because you look like you're taking all the shine from the bitches, right? But when I was a little kid, right, we rocked to that shit. I ain't gonna front. MC Hammer shit was lit, right? I ain't want the Hammer pants and all that shit, though, but we fucks with that because Hammer had, he had style, he had pizzazz, right? He had swag, right? Swag wasn't even a word back then, but he had that shit. Now, the dancing shit they do now, right? The Nene, the Wobble, the Millie Rock. While that shit is kind of cool, right? I guess if you like 13, can't be i'm 36 even if i was 25 i wouldn't be caught nowhere dead doing that gyrating shit right just to give you another example dance music has always been around don't get it fucked up right we have fucking um we had kid and play right ain't gonna hurt nobody um i think that's the only track i can actually name by them niggas right but they did a lot of that choreographed dance shit and it got the bitches attention right chicks was feeling that shit like circa 1991 92 right I was a little kid once again. I was like seven, eight, right? Um, and while it was cool to watch, you ain't really want to be caught dead doing that shit. Then when I got a little bit of older, right? Gangster rap was like the phenom at the time, right? NWA, Tupac, uh, Ice Cube, uh, Snoop Dogg, what else? The Dog Pound. Uh, then later on, you know what I'm saying? D12, Eminem. Royce the 5-9, DMX, Jay-Z. Uh, see where I'm going with this shit, right? And then Fat Joe, right? He even said it. My niggas don't dance. We just pull up our pants and do the rock away. We leave all that gyrating shit for the sexy, flexy-ass niggas and the bitches, right? Pardon my French when I say bitches. I mean women, right? So it's all good. But getting back to the topic, um, I at least give three three song listens, right? Try to fill them out, right? And then if after three songs I ain't fucking feeling you, then I'll label you as trash, right? Because I think that's fair, right? You got to give them the benefit of the doubt. Can't just be labeling people trash because I'm getting older and the younger crowd is gravitating towards what they gravitating towards, right? Now, don't get it fucked up. I don't really... I don't think I'll ever get to the point where I can't I can't identify with the youth, right? Because I once was a youth. And I ain't in a rush to getting old. A lot of people that fall out of touch with the youth, they old motherfuckers, right? Or they was people that was waiting to get old. Or they was people that had old friends, right? They helped them super mature to the point where they was like fucking Peter Pan, right? They left fucking Neverland. 
And they didn't know how to, you know what I'm saying, have fun. One thing I can honestly say that I don't think I ever go away. As much as I don't really like a lot of new music that comes out, right? A lot of artists aren't to the uh, lyrical caliber as the artists that I grew up on. I understand it. It's rebellion, right? It's rebellion. It's having fun. It's going against the grain, right? A lot of shit I'm just not going to like because we didn't go against the grain like that, right? And that's cool. In every era, every generation, the youth, they got a different way against going, uh, uh, they got a different way of going against the grain, right? Let's just say my era, we went against the grain by committing crime, by trying to be the hardest motherfuckers out there, um, letting other motherfuckers know you was the hardest motherfucker out there. That's how we went against the grain, right? Now, I think the youth nowadays is using their sexuality to go against the grain, right? It's normal to fuck, uh, uh, be a man and fuck a woman. It's normal to be a woman and fuck a man, right? So I guess they're going against the grain, women fucking women, a lot more than they was, right? Because back in my day, if you was a lesbian, right, they called you a bull tiger. If you was a man that was gay, they called you a fag, right? Not to be homophobic. But those are just the labels they gave you just to, you know what I'm saying, call it what it was, right? Or call it as they saw it. Now, it might not have been right. It might not have been wrong. It's just what it was, right? Um, but now, I guess they're going against the grain using their sexuality. We went against the grain by breaking the fucking law, right? So, you know what I'm saying, embracing criminality. Not as a means to, like, go against the grain um, just for the sake of going against the grain. But we were struggling. Now... Motherfuckers are still struggling. They just using their asshole and their lips, right? So, um, there's always going to be a rebellion of any era in any generation, right? Uh, and I just, I understand it. I see it. I recognize it. I don't totally agree with it, but I understand it and I recognize it, right? Who knows? In another ten years, they'll probably be going against the grain economically, right? And what I mean by that is, right? Society now in America dictates that you need money to get things, whether services or products. Ten years from now, they might just all out just discard currency, right? Cash. Cause the economy to semi-collapse, if not collapse, right? Who knows? Uh, Shareism is actually on the rise, right? With all these Airbnbs and uh, rideshare companies and services that provide services for other services, not necessarily cash. Right, they use cash as a uh, intermediate medium, but you know what I'm saying they gravitate gravitating a lot more towards sharing and barterism, right? So who knows? Maybe they'll take economy and discard it, not use it primarily, right? We even see what the fuck Bitcoin did. They was trying to use Bitcoin, but the, the Fed stepped in. They stopped that shit. They said, "Nigga, we can tax that shit. All we got to do is." Figure out how you metric, uh, metric, uh, you measure that shit using whatever metric they do, and they tax Bitcoin. So if you made seventeen thousand dollars off of having X Y Z amount of Bitcoin, the Feds figured out effectively how to tax that shit. So who knows, right? Um, they they might rebel against purchasing food in the supermarket. And the youth might, 20 years from now, be on some holistic, plant-your-own-food, um, you know what I'm saying, fuck the supermarket. But I don't know how that shit's going to work out, considering you need land, land costs money. 
whoever the fuck figured out capitalism, they got this shit in a cobra clutch. So, but in, in in any case, right? My point is, there'll always be rebellion of some sorts. So there'll always be a message from the rebellion, from the group of youth that are rebelling against whatever the fuck it is they're rebelling against, right? So I understand, right? The music now, they're going against the norm of uh, sexuality. It's reflecting in the music. Um, in every facet of the music, right? Even the fucking thugs is like fucking borderline androgynous, right? There used to be a point where the street dudes was traditionally masculine. Now, the line is being blurred. But once again, like I said, it's just, it's just rebellion. And it's having fun, right? So I understand it. Um, they probably won't come to grips until they get in their 30s, right? Usually that's what happens, right? The rebellion, it, it lasts until you turn 30. Now, that don't mean that it goes away. Most people it does. Some people it doesn't, right? Sort of like myself. I'm 36. I'm still rebellious. I'm rebellious because I don't like working a fucking traditional job no more. And for the last nine months, I've been on my uh, entrepreneurial shit. And I can honestly say I ain't gonna front. The shit is hard as hell. This shit ain't easy. Anybody told you being your own boss was easy? They fucking lie, right? So there's still a little bit of rebellion in me. For the most part, all my um, all my counterparts and my peers, people that I grew up with, they they pretty much for the most part resigned to, you know what I'm saying, embracing their late 30s, gearing up to be in their early 40s, and then zone out. A lot of my peers... They probably just going to zone out with their bullshit jobs, their 401k and their benefits, develop some debilitating disease, uh, raise their kids to the kids graduate and then effectively die in their 60s and 70s. Right. Um, it is what it is. Uh, it happens from everybody, from any every generation. Right. This isn't new. A lot of people like to think their life is new. Uh, it's, it's something that's is special. It stands out. They're an individual. This ain't nothing but the same game, just different players, right? I'm sure if you go back 50 years ago, it was probably a nigga just like you. But in any event, it's rebellion, right? The music is rebellious. It goes against the norm. But, you know what I'm saying? It's because they're in their 20s. And like I said, when they're in their 20s, they, they pretty much like, this is all new to them, right? After you get in your 30s, shit ain't nothing but a repeat. But I'm getting, I'm getting off topic getting back to the topic of uh, unoriginal music that is actually one thing that they're embracing right aside from going against the norm they're not really taking technique as it pertains to having original music and everybody's doing the same shit whether it's the auto tunes the fucking rapping all jittery and shit uh or even the image right the fucking different color hair colors right the tattoos on their face um it's just a bunch of unoriginal motherfuckers right to the point where you can't distinguish really between anybody because everybody has the same motif going on, right? They got the tattoos on the face, the uh, low bar, low caliber rap uh, rap style, um, the oversaturation of auto tunes over the vocals, uh, and the same fucking 808s uh, drum kits on their tracks, right? Even the tracks are unoriginal. I, I can't even listen to a track. Where it doesn't have the same feel as the last track I listened to. Most people just adopt the same fucking f like flavor. 
back when I was growing up, you had different flavors. You had Jay-Z, you had Outkast, you had Wu-Tang, you had Snoop Dogg, you had E-40, you had T.I., Ludacris, you had, um, who else? Hell, you even had fucking Chingy. He was whack, but he sound different, right? You had uh, Bow Wow, you had Criss Cross, you had, um... House of Pain. I can go back early 90s. You had Ice Cube. You had NWA. You had um, Guru. You had Group Home. I'm going to name some niggas y'all ain't never even heard of, right? You had DJ Premier. You had uh, Fat Joe, Big Pun, right? So all these people, they had original flavor. All these people sound different, right? Biggie, Junior Mafia, Mace, Cameron. Dipset, Harlem World, right? Like all these niggas all had a different flavor. Now, not so much, right? Originality is something that I don't know if it's frowned down upon, but it's not regarded. It's highly disregarded. Everybody is just, for the most part, trying to make money. And that's another thing. Some of the most talented rappers when I was growing up, first out the gate, they didn't make a lot of money, right? They ain't make a lot of money to their second, third, or hell, even sometimes their fourth album. These motherfuckers nowadays, the disregard of talent and technique is uh, so heavy and prevalent because of their um, motivation to make economic gains, right? To make money doing what they do. Um, I guess nobody's really telling a lot of these artists, do what you like to do and love to do it. The money will follow it. Just ask Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, right? Drake, hell, even Drake. You like doing something to the point where everybody feels you you make money as a default. But a lot of these motherfuckers is just trying to get that check, get that bag, get that money out the gate, right? Just ask fucking Designer or Lil Nas X. These niggas can't, aren't going to be able to follow up with shit. I think uh, Designer came out with the Panda. Then he followed up with the uh, uh, Timmy Turner. And when was the last time you heard it from that nigga? It's been about three, three and a half years since you heard, since Designer hit the game. And where the fuck has he been at? Meanwhile, Kanye West is still dropping shit. And ain't he signed to that nigga? So, you see where I'm going with this? Lil Nas X. While he put out Old Time Road, Old Town Road. And that shit's catchy. It's got a dope track, right? This nigga's using a gimmick of saying that he's gay. Or actually being gay. So, we just have to see. I think he I think he busted his load, pause, on his old town road, right? I'd be, I'd be really hard-pressed to see him come out with something that's just as phenomenal as the old town road was, right? If it isn't, it's going to be a one-hit wonder. But hell, one-hit wonders, that ain't some shit that just came uh came out during my time right it's always been one hit wonders it was a nigga i forgot what the name was so trash i forgot his name but it was a nigga back in the 80s when curtis blow was making a song about cocaine this nigga had a song called crack right where he talked about smoking crack i think it was in 1986 some shit like that the nigga dropped the album and shit got no airplay 30 some odd years later you don't know who the fuck this guy is right he probably died of an overdose of crack cocaine, right? So, fuck him. But, yeah, you got one-hit wonders all the time. You had Sir Mix-a-Lot. You had, um... Who the fuck else? 
shit, you had Black Rob, right? Um, niggas that just had one hit. It was the biggest shit, right? It had the whole summer. Sometimes tracks had the whole year lit. And after that shit, the niggas faded off into obscurity. Hell, even Vanilla Ice was a one-hit wonder. Uh, Limp Biscuit was a one-hit wonder. Even though they was white boys, I don't think I can classify them as hip-hop, but they rapped. Um, nonetheless, after 1999, they faded the fuck out in the obscurity. So, I mean, I like to see what this dude does. You know what I'm saying? But the lack of talent, originality, and technique, is, it's going to be the demise of most of these dudes, right? We'd like to see where they'll be at 10 years from now. A decade from now, where will they be? I hope they won't be on a fucking milk carton. Anyways, spend my thoughts, ideas... Yo! Those just my thoughts, ideas, and opinions. This stupid motherfucker almost hit my car. The fucking break my motherfucking episode. Yo, stop coming close then. Alright, fucking hit my motherfucking car. Gotta go off on a stupid motherfucker that can't drive. Claim that he had a fucking camera. You got a fucking camera. Why the fuck you can't see my car? Anyways, this has been my thoughts, ideas, and opinion. Uh, I would go back and edit this shit. I'm not going to. Y'all let me know what you think. If you think that a lot of these dudes are original, send your comments. You know what I'm saying? I like to actually hear them. You can send your comments to glee394gmail.com. Or you can send you um, you can send a message. Anchor now has the feature where you can send me a voice message. And if you're fortunate enough, I might actually feature that shit in a new episode or a follow-up to this, right? So, anyways, I ain't gonna say if your mother. It's a little lighthearted episode, considering the bullshit that just happened at the end of it. But anyways, y'all stick around. Yo, so if you haven't heard, I'm also an author, not just a podcaster. Go check out that new book that I just published called Black Devil Blue Eyes. It's a love story that ends in tragedy wrapped in a crime novel. So if you want to get entertained, you ain't doing shit. You're sitting around the house, around the fireplace, in the bed. It's late night. You ain't going out and turning up. Go check that out. Once again, the title is Black Devil Blue Eyes, available on Amazon. And I think it's only $9.99. So if you smoke, don't get that dime bag. Go get that book. Put some knowledge on your brain. Be entertained um, and tell your friends.